the exclusive stories behind music that helped shape and change pop culture. With award-winning broadcaster and best-selling author Jesse Dillon and co-host, award-winning music and media producer Spencer Proffer, you are inside the music. Jesse Dillon, you are coast-to-coast, worldwide, dialed into Inside the Music with my co-host Spencer Proffer. Russell, Russell Miller and Corey Brunish have also joined us from Broadway and the West End. Music meets theater. Spencer, talk to us a little bit about that intersection before we jump into Guys and Dolls. Well, as I think I may have said earlier, music permeates visual, music decorates, and musical theater to me is the finest combination of the two that I've experienced in my career, even though I've been more involved in the record making and the putting record to film. I'm a huge fan of the stage because there's nothing like that when you see it come to life. And both Corey and Russell have a real sense of what it takes to, you know, Rogers and Hammerstein, Lerner and Lowe, the, some of the greatest uh, songs that have ever come out of in the pop realm, way back to George Gershwin and Porky and Bess, have come from the stage. So I think that in what you're doing, Jesse, with all the various lanes that you're going inside the music from music and film, music and television, music live, there's no finer intersection of music than on the stage, which is why I think it was really cool for you to have Russell and Corey on your show. Yes, yeah, same. Russell and Corey, thank you for joining us. Um, Russell, let's start with you in this segment and talk a little bit about Guys and Dolls and some of your work. Who were some of the people you work with in Guys and Dolls? How'd it go? What'd you get out of it? And would you do it again? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's re- it's winding the clock back a, a fair way now, Jesse, but um, it was probably one of, if not the, probably the, the, the most uh, significant and influential show that I worked on in, in general management terms, um, purely just because it was just a phenomenal team. And, and I think... Uh, the original opening cast was with uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, Jane Krakowski, uh, Jenna Russell, and Doug Hodge. And um, it kind of set the bar, Jesse. And, uh, and I think it, it was so inspirational to me to work with these superb individuals, not just the principal cast members who were phenomenal, uh, but everybody at every level pulled together. Um, and, and I think it became sort of the, the the gold star for how to do it properly, you know, and I, I learned a lot, particularly now working with Corey in depth with some of these exciting projects and things with Spencer that, you know, are, are very different. And as a producer now, looking at what we did with Guys and Dolls has been, you know, really phenomenal. Um, the leadership that was shown across all of the levels of the the team there from you know, Ewan being obviously the, the, the big A-lister in there that, that was just the nicest, uh, easiest going pleasure to work with. Um, everybody sort of followed suit. And, you know, between the producers, the the technicians, the front of house staff, everybody from the very top to, you know, everybody that was in between all of that from, you know, selling the ice creams to you know, cleaning the venues to securing the venues, everybody, it was just harmony and everybody respected each other and, worked wonderfully with each other. The show was phenomenal, uh, broke box office records in its recoupment. Um, and really just, I think, uh, as I say, just really did did so much for so many people. And it's not very often that those shows work like that. You know, they're, they're, they can be quite transient. They, they, they move in, they move out. But this one had the legs and it went from, you know, uh, opening with Ewan to 
Patrick Swayze further down the line and Don Johnson further down the line. And it was, you know, a, a remarkable production, really, one that really stands out amongst what has been, you know, an absolute uh, wonderful journey in terms of the, the different shows and the different people that I've met along the way. And Russell, how was it working with Patrick Swayze? Patrick was wonderful. I mean, he was just such a joy. And it's so sad that he's no longer with us, definitely having gone too soon. Um, you know, he, he was an absolute uh, gentleman. Um, again, uh, uh, we were blessed with all of them. Every, everybody that was in that show was, was wonderful. Don and all of the, 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 the ensemble, absolutely great. And, and it's, a, it's a measure when everybody stays in touch. And we are all, to some extent, still uh, in touch. I, I bumped into Jane Kukowski only probably just less than a year ago uh, at an event. And it was wonderful. And it was as if we'd just seen each other yesterday. And, and those things really sit so well. And Patrick, especially, you know, um, as I say, so tragic. And his wife was, was you know, with him most of the time during his, uh, his stint with the show. And um, they're precious memories. And you get to, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to work with these people. And you realize that actually, you know, these people as the big stars that they are, uh, are wonderful at their jobs, true professionals. And, you know, we can't do our jobs without them and they can't do our jobs, their jobs without us. And, and the understanding and the respect that went with that, with everybody, um, taught us, taught everybody a lot, I think. You brought the Hudson Theater back to life after almost 50 years and put Jake Gyllenhaal in it, Sunday in the Park with George. Let's talk about that production. What was that like, first of all, bringing that great theater back to life, back to Broadway? Well, I was certainly a, a part of that process. I, I can't say that I, I, I can't take the, the full credit for putting that one back, but it was it was certainly a huge, huge, um, significant uh, milestone for, you know, for everybody that was involved in that and very special to see such an amazing old venue be brought back to life. And, you know, as, as I'm sure Corey will agree, as theatre people, it's always so sad to see venues that haven't been used for some time or being used for different purposes. And, um, the Hudson having been, you know, really looking after so many people in, in, in a different way for so many years. It was a conference facility that was uh, part of the, uh, the Millennium Hotel um, in, in the heart of, uh, of, of Broadway there. Um, it was great to see that brought back to life and with such a wonderful show um, and such a wonderful team. You know, the venue management team over there really, really stepped up to, to something incredible there. And the, the venue looks amazing. The show was fantastic and it's doing great things now. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful place now, which is always a pleasure to see. Bring back more is what I say. Yes. Yes to that. Corey, um, you also were involved in a, in a great story that really, you know, had a lot to do with Canada. We're coast to coast in Canada as well. And some of the 100 radio stations of Stingray Music and some of their 500 million subscribers online. Let's talk about Come From Away. Do you want to talk to us about the genesis of that story and what that meant to you putting, putting that on Broadway? Well, part of what my wife and I do is we travel the world looking for shows. So we see maybe 100, 120 shows a year, whether they're in New York or London or, or the West Coast. And uh, we were in San Diego. We bought a ticket. We saw a show that was in development there. And I walked out of the show and I turned to Jessica and I said, this is the best musical I've ever seen. And it became Come From Away. And we brought it to Broadway shortly after. And it, uh, it's in its fourth year. And obviously, we're on a break. But uh, it's an amazing story about the best of humanity. Shall we play a song from Come From Away? 
Let's do it. Which one? How about me in the sky? Love it. Thank you. This is Jesse Dillon. You are coast to coast worldwide today, dialed into Inside the Music. And here, direct from Broadway, and the man who put that together, come from away. My parents must have thought they had a crazy kid. Cause I was one of those kids who always knew what I wanted. They took me down to the airport to see all the planes departing, watching them fly. Something inside of me was starting. I was eight when I told them that I'd be a pilot. But I was too young and too short And there were no female captains And my dad said, be patient He said, just see what happens But I took my first lesson Came down from the sky And told my father I'd fly for the rest of my life And I got my first job Flying for a mortician In a tiny bonanza Just a corpse and me Five dollars an hour For flying dead bodies I had to climb over their faces Just to get to my seat And so Suddenly I'm flying Paris to Dallas 
Spencer Proffer.